There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Wayne Denner from WayneDenner.com is a man I want to speak to because I want to find out about this sting, the sting of the reality TV star uh, Lauren Goodger. Uh, she was uh, duped into promoting a made-up poisonous drink uh, containing cyanide in a, a sting for a BBC programme. She's from a, a show called The Only Way is Essex and she was secretly filmed during a meeting where she was asked to promote a fake diet drink named Cyrona on her Instagram. It was part of an investigation by the show into whether celebrities actually consume the products which they're paid for uh, to promote uh, to their followers on social media. Now, the drink was said to contain hydrogen cyanide, deadly chemical used in both world wars and, of course, associated with Auschwitz and all of that. Now, in the programme, the star uh, also talks about her promoting another product called Skinny Coffee, which she previously claimed uh, she uh, that it helped her to lose 12 pounds in three weeks weeks. But her agent tells the the seller, uh, half these posts you see that people do, they're not even trying them half the time. And uh, Miss Goodger, she added, I never tried skinny coffee. So are people prepared to just promote things without uh, giving them a second thought? And are we taken for a bit of a ride on the likes of Instagram? Uh, Wayne, I would, I would imagine th- there's a lot of that type of example online. There absolutely is, Frank. I mean, influencer marketing has exploded over the past couple of years with more and more companies and businesses and organizations trying to find innovative ways to reach customers. Effectively, more and more people are spending more time on social media on platforms such as Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And many of these people have built up large audiences or large communities, which these businesses, these products, these brands actually want to tap into because it's a clever way in getting your product in front of people. But there's a core message to take on board here. And it's a message that I always share in my school talks that whatever you see on social media is a filtered view of what somebody wants you to see, either a business or an organization or a product or a company. So the content that you're uh, seeing on your social media feed is filtered to what you need to see or what they want you to see. There are very strict rules with regards to endorsements on mainstream media. Are there, are there any rules when it comes to social media? Yes, there are. Over the past couple of years, the Advertising Standards Agency has really clamped down on this, um, where they have created a series of guidelines which people who are using social media in that way must comply 
too, or it carries a very hefty fine uh, for the businesses and also for the individual themselves. So those influencers on social media platforms need to clearly identify that the content that they're publishing uh, is uh, a sponsored post or a paid advertisement in some description, and they need to make that specifically clear in the uh, caption, but also within the content itself, so that the person, i.e. me or you, that's looking at the content knows that it is a sponsored post or an advertisement of some description. Of course, as you rightly mentioned at the top of the piece, um, you know, many people or many of these influencers aren't actually using these products and services themselves, which is very worrying um, if they can't stand over what they're talking about in the advertisement. So look out for hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored or hashtag freebie. They've got to be on the screen in a prominent position. They do. And many of the social media platforms now will actually use their algorithms to pick up on if any type of content that they perceive to be a paid or sponsored ad that's not clearly identified, they will flag it. Um, But again, things can still slip through the system. I suppose another thing for people to think about as well, and something that I think about whenever I'm on YouTube, for example, or indeed I'm on Instagram, I like people to clearly identify on the video, look, I have not been paid to promote this. This is a product that I use and I find very interesting and I just wanted to share it with my community. Now, we're starting to see a little bit of that happening, but, uh, you know, we're not seeing enough of it happening and therefore people are, you know, being tricked into buying products that, you know, they've been influenced one way or another. Is it understandable that a a pop star or some form of high-profile face would hold a product and say, yeah, this this has worked wonders for me, but really they're just reading it off an autocue. They've only ever held it in their hand on that particular occasion and they've got 25 grand in their back pocket. Yeah, and that, that's what's happening with a lot of these influencers. I mean, they're, you know, businesses and brands and organizations are seeking these people out and they're seeing it very much as a way of getting their product in front of a target audience or a target demographic. I think people themselves, i.e. social media users, need to, look, need to look at this a little bit further and just sort of make their own informed decisions on whether that is genuine or not. And again, I think it, you know, it, it needs to go back onto the onus of the influencer, but also the business and the brand themselves and the product to make sure that they're clearly labelling that as a sponsored post. It's a great facility, of course, being able to get your product or your interest promoted via social media. This is a prime example uh, for us working in TV. If you've got a television programme that's been broadcast tonight at half seven or at a quarter past seven, you put up a tweet about it. The people see the tweet. Gosh, I forgot I meant to watch that. And, you know, they're immediately switching on the, on the telly. It, it, it's a great prompt, doesn't it? Ah, but, but, but alas, we've become very comfortable in identifying TV advertisements and radio advertisements in particular. That when we hear these things and we see these things, we take them for what they are. On social media, it's a little bit more difficult to spot because some people can be very clever in how they're using the platform to position that product. And it's not always clear that that is an advertisement or a sponsored post. So you're right in the sense, but, you know, again, people are being misled in some cases. Yeah, it's whenever you set out to deceive, that's when you've got the problem. And once you deceive people and they're aware of the deception, that's when they totally turn their back on you. 
And that's the problem that these social media influencers have. You know, they, they break the trust or they break the loyalty with the audience that they've worked so hard to build. Let's not forget that it's difficult to build an audience in 2019. It takes a lot of work. You're creating content on a regular basis. You've got to work hard to build the trust of your audience. And you don't want to break that trust by doing something that your audience sees as deceitful um, or that you're pushing some particular product that you don't actually believe in yourself. Wayne, always good to speak to you. Have a good Christmas, fella. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. That is Wayne Danner from waynedanner.com.